Blog Talk Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Poetry Superhighway Live. You've reached, uh, you've reached our special annual show where we announce the winners of our poetry contest. Typically, every month on Poetry Superhighway Live, we have an open reading, and you're invited to call in and, uh, and read poems. Uh, not today, though. Today, a uh, special edition, we've been running our summer poetry contest, our 21st annual poetry contest since early July, finished a couple of weeks ago. The judges have scored all the poems, and I have the winners to tell you. I, that is, I don't have them here. I have the names of the winners to tell you. Does that make more sense? I think so. Um, so get excited. This is what we're going to do. I'm going to uh, uh, hopefully soon talk to one of our contest judges. I think Trish Lindsay Jaggers mentioned she was going to be able to call in. And uh, so we'll have a chance to talk with her uh, to give kind of a, a judge's perspective on the contest as a whole. Um, we're going to... I'm going to tell you a bunch of statistics about the contest, uh, uh, numbers, let you know about average scores, number of people entered, the number of prizes, all that kind of thing. And then uh, what we'll do is I'm going to list the 10 top 10 scoring positions of all of the uh, entries that came in. And when we get to that point, if you happen to be one of those people who won well, one isn't the right word, who scored in the top 10 positions, you're invited to call in and read your poem that uh, scored in that position. And the number to call in, which you probably can see if you're uh, listening to the show on the Blog Talk Radio page, is 646-716-7362. So call in if you hear your name at that point. Uh, but just, just to clarify again, it's not an open reading like we do every month. So those of you who listen to our show every month, don't just call in. Only call in if you hear your name when we start listening to those scores. And, of course, the top three positions of those top ten positions are, um, are the winners of the contest. So we're going to find out today who actually won the contest. We're going to find out what their poems are and uh, what they won. And at exactly uh, three o'clock... Um, that announcement will go out in uh, in email to everyone via our weekly newsletter, um, as well as uh, as um, as uh, get the winning poems will be posted on the website as well. So, did I mention I'm Rick Luper? I am. Whether or not I mentioned it, um, it's true. I'm the person who put together the Poetry Superhighway and and organizes all these things. So, uh, so there you go. So, um, it looks like we have Trish on the line. Um, so let me just click the button to uh, make her magically appear. Hello, Trish. Uh, uh, that's amazing that I can actually appear on live radio. <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> you it's, all it's see spe- me. It's, <laughs> I do. That's, it's a special feature that I have. I'm not sure that everyone else can. Uh, can, But it's, uh, you know, I, I can't tell you what else I use this for, but uh, let's just say for now I'm happy that you're here. All right. Well, I'm glad to be here. It's a fantastic day, and I know a lot of people are super excited and want to know how well they did. True. It is true. And Trish, I want to thank you so much. I'm I'm speaking with Trish Lindsay Jaggers from Smith's Grove, Kentucky, um, a city I drove through uh, in uh, in the middle of June. Um, uh, If you sneezed, you missed it. I, it's true, which is why I held my breath the whole way just to just to really take it all in. Um, you're you're one of our of the three uh, people who were judges in the contest. Of course, the other judges were Lisette Alonzo and Matilda Burke, um, and all three of you worked very hard in scoring the many many poems. Seven hundred and eighty-eight poems came in, uh, which is nothing to sneeze to sneeze at. No, I mean, you could sneeze several times, and you wouldn't have been able to miss that that volume of of poems. So, tell me, Trish, what was it uh, like for you being a judge in this year's contest? Well, it's an honor. It's always an honor um, to be entrusted with with people's work, and that way, um, and I want them to know that I take that very seriously. 
Um, it's not something that I skimmed through. I spent a great de- – if I couldn't spend a great deal of time, I just didn't send my scores back right away, as you know. Um, but the range of voices, uh, the styles of poems on the page, and it's a, a, a different experience, of course, reading poetry on the page than hearing it read aloud here on on the station. Um, but the the styles that each individual used, um, it, it was an amazing experience. I enjoyed it very much. But I'm here to tell you, it was a whole lot of work. Yeah, and I, I thank you again very much for doing all that work. I, I you know, being the I enjoyed it. I did. That's 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 the ideal way to have a job. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, if that's just you know, as an aside, anyone who doesn't enjoy your job, try try to get a different one. Mm-hmm. Because uh, yeah, it, something went wrong along the way. Um, yeah, I, it's definitely a lot of work, and um, you know, I can and I can tell you from b- being the person who processes all the entries who mm-hmm. who come in and sends them off, I know how much is being sent to you guys, and it's it's a tremendous amount of material to read through. And I know on some some days nothing came in, and some days you had you know fifty, sixty poems come in, and and, mm-hmm. and and sometimes you had several you know large batches several days in a row. So. Um, so I, I can't thank you enough for uh, for all of this. Um, um, well, kudos what else? to you because that is a um, a huge undertaking on your part. Not only do you arrange those, scrub them of names, and and then send lists of the names of the poems without any identifying information about the poets, but then you have to to process the information we send you and then add those scores and um and tally that up. So it's an incredible amount of work on your part. Yeah. Um I I um I'm trying to respond in a humble way, but it was a no, lot there, of work. You don't because it is a lot of work. <laughs> it really was. Um yeah, I you know, at one point I was I had uh I was just putting all the stuff together for today and I had all you know I figured out how to do all these automatic things like write it you know at three o'clock the poems are going to post automatically and the newsletter is going to go out and a tweet is going to go out and a Facebook post is going to happen and um, and between three and four o'clock Pacific time you know all the sponsors are going to get individual emails automatically and then and then at four o'clock all the all the contest entrants are going to get an automatic email letting them know what they want, you know. And so I'm doing all this like all day, yesterday and a lot on Friday. And my wife just comes in and sees all these windows open and me, super focused. And she's like, "What the hell are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> do you have another job? What's going on?" You know. So um, yeah, it was. It's it's quite a bit to uh, to to make that happen. Um, so, but I, I'm but I might like, add you know, it's an altru. I'm sorry. Do I know? Go I ahead. Add what an altruistic act. Is, is on your part because you're paid. Uh, none none of these proceeds go to anyone except for the winners, and that is just so humbling. That's true. Yeah, for those of you who aren't familiar with the contest, uh, you know, I, I'm going to restate all the details of how it works. But you know, it's a it's a one dollar per poem entry fee, and a hundred percent of that money gets divided up between the top three scoring poets. Um, and that money will go to them today via PayPal as well. Um, uh, shortly after this this show happens, so uh, oh, it's wow. like an immediate uh, an immediate thing that will happen. Plus, on top of which, uh, you probably are aware of this, Trish, um, but the we had a couple of sponsors donate extra money um, every oh, year. Yes, I saw that. Every year, um, a guy named Roland Vassen, who's a, a Southern California poet who goes by the pen name Vashin. Um, uh, mm. Throws in two hundred and fifty dollars. He's done this for forever, and you know we're not officially a nonprofit organization, so it's not like he can write that off on his taxes. He just and he knows that, you know. He, this is he's just uh, like I. I want this to be better for the people who are entering. So you know, it's a it's a big chunk of change that he's throwing in, yes, and yes, it is. so a couple other people. Um, uh, I forget the name. I'm embarrassed now, but another person threw in 20 bucks as well. So it's like 270 extra bucks that uh, that well, Jean Colonimus, that's her name. She's the person who threw in the extra 20 bucks. So um, 
So yeah, well, look, I mean, if you, you know, I teach English, but my math, if my math serves me well, it's over a thousand dollars. Yeah, that's $1,058, which will be divided up. The uh, the, the winning poet uh, will get $529. The second place poet will get $317.40. And the third place poet will get $211.60. Wow. That is it. So, yeah, and some people, you know, we had some people who submitted one poem to the contest, and we had some people who submitted. 50 poems. So, you know, and everyone has the same, or each individual poem, I should say, has the same chance of winning. So, that, uh-huh. you know, it could be one, a person who won submitted, you know, one poem for a dollar, you know, so who knows? Well, look, do you, do you have any um, any final impressions or anything, you know, based on all the, the work that you read or the experience of doing it, but, but anything besides what you just said? Um, well, the, you know, I, I, the winner's they're dying to know, and I know they are. I could I could sit here and and elaborate from now on. Um, it I, I, I it was a pleasure to have homes entrusted to me, and I'm sure the other judges feel the same way. Um, but I, again, I'm humbled, and um, I, I'm excited because I do not know who won either. I know my picks, and I'm going to be looking at my lists. <laughs> And oh, see how great. close I came. So there you go. I'm just one well, the, of three, right? It's true. It's true. All right. Well, Trish, thank you again so much for all the work that you did. And um, thank and you. you were I, I knew I could really you know I'm I'm so glad you agreed to be a judge. I, I you know the whole time I, I knew I could really count on you, and you you didn't let me down at all um, in terms oh. of you know turnaround time and and everything and you just the way that you did the work and you know uh, there's a lot of little details I want to get into but you know you know just all kinds of things that that it was clear you were like super on the ball with what was going on so I I really appreciate it thank you and thank you for all you do Rick all right now on to the winners okay all right (laughs) Trish Thanks so much. That was uh, Trish Lindsay Jaggers calling from Smiths Grove, Kentucky, one of the three judges of our contest. The other two judges were uh, Lisette Alonzo from uh, Hialeah, Florida, and Matilda Burke, who uh, divides her time between Pasadena, California, where she's from, and uh, and the East Coast, where she's in school. I'm not sure where, where, where she is right now, but all three judges. So the way the contest works, for just as a reminder, for everyone, uh, just because I, I just want to overemphasize how how fair this was. Is it was um, as you probably know because you entered, but it was a dollar per poem entry fee, um, which means you could enter one poem or you could enter a million poems. Uh, no one entered a million poems, uh, but I think we did get we we got over fifty from from one person. Uh, so you know that's kind of the range that we got. Most most folks sent in one to five poems, I'd say. Um, which led to 788 total poems that came in. And as soon as the entry fee was sent to me, um, I would then uh, once a day compile all the poems that arrived with entry fees, and I would uh, put them in a single email, uh, whether it was poetry from one person or from five people or whatever. I'd remove all the names uh, from the poems. Um, I'd I'd make the formatting similar so you you couldn't really tell where, where one poem or one author ended and the other one began, uh, keeping intentional formatting in place, such as bolding and italics and indentations and all that. What I mean by formatting is I made everything the same font and the same size. So it wasn't like there were three poems in Times and then three poems in Helvetica. So, you know, just to really, no one was really sure when one author ended and the next began. Those poems were sent off to the judges and uh, the judges then with a, with a list of titles for that batch, and the judges would score the poems, each individual poem between zero and five points, using quarter point intervals, and um, uh, which means that the lowest possible score for a poem was zero, and the highest possible score for a poem uh, in the in this in the round in the scoring was 15, if if everyone got a five or sent back a five. And so a poem could be zero point, zero point two five points, et cetera, um, using quarter point intervals. Um, at the end, after all 788 poems were scored, and this is the first time this has happened in a number of years, there was no tie for the first three positions. 
um, right after the first round of scoring, we had a clear first place, second place, and third place winner. That's very unusual. Um, almost every year that the contest has taken place, there's been a tie for first, second, or third place, and a couple times a tie for a couple positions. Um, and we had to do a second round of scoring, but we didn't this year. So uh, that means there was no second round of scoring. So I don't need to tell you how the second round of scoring works because there was no second round of scoring. There you go. Um, uh, so that was it. Now uh, what happens is um, uh, is uh, that we have uh, we have winners. We have winners of the contest. I've already told you that the first place winner will get uh, $529. That's, um, again, as we just mentioned, there were $788 in entry fees, plus Roland Vassen donated $250 out of the goodness of his heart, honestly, um, and Gene Colonymous donated an extra 20 bucks. That was a total of $1,058. 50% of that will go to our first place winner. That's <clears throat> $529, sent via PayPal two day later. Uh, 30% of that is $317.40. That'll go to our second place winner. That's, uh, 20%, that's 30% of that total prize pot. And the third place winner will get 20% of 1058 which is... Two eleven sixty. Um, again, all sent via PayPal today. It's uh, instant gratification here on the Poach Superhighway Contest. Instant, that is, if you don't count that the contest began in July. There you go. Um, also, and this is the coolest thing about our contest, I think, we had um, 69 sponsors this year. 69 sponsors who donated 169 prizes. Now, that means... Um, as we've been able to do every single year of the contest, every single person is going to get a prize uh, just for entering, regardless of what your score was in the poem. You could have scored in last place, and you will still get a prize um, of specific interest to poets and writers uh, just because you entered the contest, thanks to the generosity of these 69 individuals and organizations who donated Magazine subscriptions, lit journals, copies of of poetry books, um, uh, services. Someone uh, is donating, uh, will work with you to help you write a, a, a 30 poems over the course of 30 days. Another person is donating the uh, book formatting. Like if you have a book together and you don't know how to how to how to how to get it together in a format that it can get printed, this person is gonna gonna help you with that. Um, a lot of people donated copies of their own books. Um, Etc. Uh, Etc. Etc. Et it goes on and on. <clears throat> um, every single person will get at least pri one prize. We had so many prizes this year um, that uh, there's a handful of people who will actually be getting two prizes just because we need to be able to give out all the prizes. Um, so that's that's pretty cool as well. Um, the prizes are distributed randomly, by the way. Um, so um, I, you know, literally uh, did kind of an alphabetical randomization, and then I matched up the prizes in one column to the contest entrance in another column, and that's who the prizes uh, went to. So um, hopefully you like what you get, or uh, if you don't, you're just appreciative that you got something, and uh, and and there you go. So I th I think that's all the uh, how it works stuff. Um, before we get to the top ten. Scores. Um, I want to go over some of the statistics of of the contest. Um, by the way, uh, just in a, to complete kind of the thanking of the sponsors, I just want to uh, let you all know that you can see the entire list of who sponsored the contest by going to uh, poetrysuperhighway.com. Click on the contest page, and there you will see um, uh, the list of the sponsors at the top, as well as the list of the. Um, of, of all of the prizes that are uh, that they've offered, so you can you can see you know everything etc. Um, so there you go. All right. So statistics. Um, this year we had 788 entries. Last year we had we had a bit more, um, 849 entries, but 788 is still among the higher number of entries. We've we've uh, the first bunch of years of the contest, I was really happy when we got over 500. So we've really been getting over 700 over the last several years. So 78, 88 is, is pretty good. Though it doesn't top last year's, which was the highest number of uh, uh, poems that we've ever received, 849. That's okay. Um, we had 125 poets enter this year. Last year, we had more poets enter, 163. 
Um, I should I should work on my uh, marketing uh, this year, but 125 is pretty good. Um, as I already mentioned, we had 169 prizes this year. You know, 169 is more than 125 if I know my uh, math, which is why uh, some a handful of folks will be getting more than one prize. Last year, 163 contest entrants. Um, this year, we had a lot more sponsors. Actually, we had 69 sponsors this year, um, donating those 169 prizes. And last year, we had 57 sponsors. So, uh, 12 more sponsors this year, donating so many more prizes. Uh, so, really excited about that. Um, regarding the scores, so you know, um, during the scoring, the the top possible score was 15 and the lowest possible score was zero. So the average score, uh, how do you make an average? Well, you uh, you divide them all up uh, or you add up all the scores and then you divide by the number of scores. So the average score uh, between zero and 15 of all the poems this year was seven points, seven points. Um, that's among the lower average scores that we've Received. Now, this is the 21st year of the contest, but I've only been keeping track of the these statistics since 2006, so I can't tell you if this is definitively um, the ever statistics, but certainly since 2006, the lowest average score uh, since 2006 was 6.63. So seven this year's score was not the lowest of the low, lowest average scores, but it was, uh, I, I guess, the second lowest score, lowest average score, I should say. Um, and the highest average score since we've been keeping track was in 2015 when it was 9.435. No, sorry, 2014 when it was, no, no, I'm right, 2015, 9.435. So there you go. That's the highest, uh, those are the average scores that we've had. Um, what was the highest score this year? Um, so, all right. So even though um, this year had the lowest average score in general, this year actually had the highest score um, for an individual poem in a first round of scoring. And this year, um, the highest poem, which is actually the first place winning poem, scored 14.5 points out of 15 points. That's the highest first round score we've ever had, um, the lowest first round highest score, if that makes sense, uh, was in, well, it was a tie, actually, in 2013 and in 2007, the highest score for those years was 12.5. So I'm not too much of a range, but um, uh, but pretty cool that that uh, an, an interesting comparison that we had the lowest average score, but the poem that scored the very highest was the highest score really a poem has ever received in this contest in the first round of scoring um, since at least 2006. What about the lowest score? Well, um, this year, again, the highest possible score was 15 and the lowest possible score was zero. The um, lowest score that a single poem received was one point. Um which is pretty low, but it's not the lowest score ever. And the lowest score ever was only a half point. And that happened twice since 2006, one in, once in 2007 and once in 2016. Um, and the highest lowest score, I hope you're following me, I'm confusing myself, was uh, in 2014 when the highest lowest score was 4.5. So this year's lowest score was uh, almost the lowest low score ever, uh, almost, but not quite. So here you go. That's all the uh, that's all the statistics I have to tell you. Um, so we're going to get to the point in just a second where I'm going to now tell you who the top ten scoring uh, uh, poets are. I hope you're excited about that. Um, so this is what's going to do. I'm going to go from tenth place to first place, and if um, if you are oh Neville Hyatt's in the in the chat room Neville calling from uh, Australia thanks for uh, thanks for being here today Neville and he says he loves the stats me too I love the stats I love looking at them and saying them out loud um, so uh, if you hear your name if you hear me call your name in as one of the people who scored in the top ten positions then please if you if you'd like to call in 
uh, with your poems. So have the poems that you entered ready. The number to call in is 646-716-7362, and uh, we'll put you on the air, and you can read your your poem uh, that scored in the top 10 scoring positions. Um, I hope someone's listening who scored in the top 10. A quick note to sponsors. I want to make sure I say this out loud before uh, the show ends, but um, uh, those prizes which you're going to send out to all of the entrants, of course, the deadline which you all agreed to when you signed on as a sponsor was to send it out within two weeks of being notified. So we're going to call that two weeks from tomorrow, which is October 22nd. So sponsors, your deadline to send all prizes is Monday, October 22nd. Um, And also, and this is so important and, and people forget this every year, which leads to annoying follow-up emails, but you have to notify me via email after you've sent the prizes saying that you sent them. Um, and I just, I'm super specific. I'm annoyingly specific about this. I don't want to get an email from you saying you've put them in packages and they're sitting on your desk and you're going to send them out tomorrow. Cause to me, that means you haven't sent them out yet. Okay. Just like when you've actually sent the prizes, then send me an email and then I will mark you off the roster and say, thank you. If you don't, if you send them out and you don't send me an email, you're going to get an annoying follow-up email from me saying, did you send out the prizes? If you tell me, oh, I'm going to send them out tomorrow, but then you don't tell me again that you've actually sent them out, you're going to get an annoying follow-up email from me. So avoid annoying follow-up emails, ladies and gentlemen. Send out the prizes by October 22nd, and make sure to email me that you have sent them out. Um, And that's the way to do it. Um, Some of you, by the way, donated prizes which are services, things that you're not actually sending Um, In in those cases, like you offered to work with a poet to write poetry or to critique poetry or that kind of thing, your only responsibility um, is to email the person, and you'll get a notification of who to email and of who that winner is. Um, Your only responsibility is to email them saying, here's how to take advantage of the prize. I'm ready to go. Send however you want to communicate to the person um, it is. Just email them and then tell me that you've emailed them. And even if they never get back to you, you are good. You just notify me that you've made that initial contact, and I will mark you off the roster. And then it's in the 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 uh, person who's the recipient of that prize to uh, to take advantage of it. Finally, um, just on that, and then I promise you, we're getting to the top ten scores. Um, uh, uh, some of you are don't have donated digital digital prizes, ebooks, or subscriptions to things. All you have to do is send it in an email. Um, or, or email them and tell them that you've added them to the subscription list or whatever. And again, you're good to go as soon as you notify me. All right. Well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. It is now time to uh, list the top 10 scoring positions. Um, this is the only place that you're going to hear the top 10 scoring po- um, poems. Um, I'm not going to post them online except for the top three winners. Um, I'm not going to reveal the scores of anyone who scored um, – uh, uh, lower than 10th place. So if you ask, the answer is going to be no. Assume that everyone else tied for 11th um, and go with that in your heart. Um, so if you want to know the top 10 scoring positions, this is the place to do it. Okay. Did I did I put a drum roll effect on, uh, on here? I don't remember. Oh, it is. Wait, is this? Hey, okay. That was just the test. That was, this is just the test drum roll, everyone. Uh, we, may, we may come back to that later uh, in, in moments of drama um, to create moments of dramata, dramata? <laughs> dramatic effect. In 10th place, we have a tie, two people. Um, 10th place, the scoring, um, uh, the scoring, the score in 10th place was 11.25 points. Um, and by the way, the, the amount of, uh, the, you know, I think I've already revealed earlier that this, the winner at first place was 14.5 points. There's not a whole lot of space between 11.25 and 14.5, so you can really get a sense of how close these scores are. In most places, there's really only a quarter point difference, which is the only possible amount of difference that there can be because people, because the scores were in quarter point intervals. So, in 10th place, tied with 11.25 points from Awanda, South Carolina. And please forgive me if I mispronounce your name, your city, or the title of your poem. Um, M. Braden McConnell for the poem Protogeny. 
Yes. Um, if you're listening, uh, please do call in M. Braden McConnell. Um, also, tied in 10th place, Jan Harris for her poem, Emily and Ways of Depicting Blackbirds uh, from a Kirby and Ashfield, Nottingham, United Kingdom. I might have switched those two cities because uh, that seems confusing to me um, that those two names have those two cities switched. But anyway, M. Braden, Jan, thank you. Or congratulations for scoring in 10th place with 11.25 points out of 125 poets out of 788 poems. In ninth place, this was the largest largest scoring, uh, largest tie we had this year. Five people tied in ninth place um, with 11.5 points, only a quarter point higher than 10th place. And here they are. Um, For his poem, Remembering Vietnam from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Charlie Bryce. Congratulations, Charlie. For her poem, The Iconography of Aging from Covington, Louisiana, Diane Elaine Dees. Congratulations, Diane, for scoring so highly. For his poem, My Mother Saw a UFO, Steve Denahan from Naz County Kildare, Ireland. Um, Also in ninth place with 11.5 points from Madison, Wisconsin, F.J. Bergen, Bergman for the poem Catch as Catch Can. And finally, in ninth place, with 11.5 points, from Hartford, Connecticut, the poem The Woolly Bear by Martin Elster. Congratulations to the five of you for scoring in ninth place. Just a reminder, if you've heard your name uh, for, for ninth or tenth place, or if you subsequently hear your name for eighth through first place and you happen to be listening, please call in to read your poem, 646 716 7362, because what is a poetry show without actual poetry? You know what I'm saying? Um, Okay. We're moving on to eighth place. My voice is kind of hurting. I sang with kids all morning, and it's kind of giving out already. I'm I'm really looking forward to not talking at the end of the show. Um, We had three people tie in eighth place. Um, The eighth place score was only a quarter point above the ninth place score, which means it was 11.75 points out of 15. Um, And here they are. From LaRange, Saskatchewan, Canada. Catherine Roosevelt for her poem. So anyways, here's Wonderwall. In eighth place... Second of three people in eighth place uh, from Sunnyvale, Ohio, for the poem, In the Beginning There Was, Elorraine Lockie. I feel like I'm, I might have, I don't think Elorraine lives in Sunnyvale, Ohio, but, and, oh, yeah, I think I got the states all, all messed up on this column. I should because <laughs> San Luis Obispo is... Not in North Carolina. All right. It's been a long week, ladies and gentlemen. Forgive me if I get your if get anything wrong. Um, I know I have the first place the winners that the poems and the scores are right. Um, I think I messed up the states column, but uh, uh, and, and possibly the cities column. But um, anyway, let me know if this if any of anything else doesn't sound right to you. I'm also in eighth place for the poem "Sailing" from San Luis Obispo, Jeannie Greensfelder. So congratulations, you guys. For scoring in eighth place, if you uh, hear your name, please uh, please call in and uh, and read your poem. The number is six four six seven one six seven three six two. Moving on to seventh place, we only had one poet score in seventh place. Uh, seventh place was actually an entire half point higher than uh, eighth place, twelve point two five points uh, from Santa Monica, California. Uh, for the poem At the Museum of Tolerance, Nancy Schifrin. Congratulations, Nancy. That's a great score uh, for uh, this contest with 787 other poems uh, 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 total. So congratulations, Nancy. There you go. Sixth place. Are you ready, ladies and gentlemen? In sixth place, 
Sixth place was a quarter of a point higher than seventh place. Um, in sixth place, with 12 and a half points for this poem, only one person, only one person um, from St. Louis, Missouri, um, with the poem Director of Memory Care, Pamela Sumners. Congratulations, Pamela, on scoring so highly in this year's contest. Uh, if any of you are calling in, 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, or 10th place, give us a call and read your poem, 646-716-7362. Is it time for a drum roll? Because we're getting to the top five scoring poems. I, I think we need a drum roll for the top five scoring uh, positions. Ready? Here we go. I love that. I'm just going to play that throughout the rest of the day for, for no particular reason. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the last tie of the contest. Um, in fifth place, we had two people tie. Um, the score was a quarter point higher than sixth place, 12.75 points. Uh, and here they are uh, from Renton, Washington. In the United States of America for the poem Mr. Rogers Kills Fruit Flies, which is a great title and an unbelievable one, too. Scott Ferry. Congratulations, Scott. Um, and also in fifth place from San Pedro, California, for her poem for the Russian waitress at the Yorkshire Grill who reads Akhmatova on her break, Alexis Roan. Fancher. Congratulations, Alexis. No surprise that you scored so highly in the contest. You you win everything and get published everywhere. So uh, no surprise at all to see you in the top ten or even in the top five, for that matter. If you happen to be listening, Alexis, call in and read your poem. You too, Scott. You too, Pamela, Nancy, Catherine, Ellerine, Jeannie, Charlie, Diane, Steve, FJ, Martin, M. Braden, or Jan, 646-716-7362. Um, all right, fourth place. <clears throat> fourth place was only a quarter point higher than fifth place. And only one person scored in fourth place this year. Um, for the From Carmichael, California, for the poem Expectations of Stars, Dan A. Cardoza. Congratulations, Dan, for scoring in fourth place in this year's contest. Well done. All right, ladies and gentlemen, well, that brings us to um, the winners of our contest. Um, first through third place. These are the people who won the contest. These are the people who will be published as Poets of the Week um, in about 20 minutes. These are the people who um, will win all the cash that uh, that was submitted, plus the 270 extra dollars that was uh, that was given to us by sponsors Roland Vassen and uh, and Gene Colonymous. Uh So uh, these are the people who will be invited to be the judges of next year's contest as well. That's another cool thing that we do. I think it's cool is that um, is that the people who win. Uh, uh, the contest are invited to judge the following year's contest. And we often have uh, different people um, in those positions. Um, and so every year it's, it's new sensibilities um, entering uh, and, and scoring the contest, uh, which I think really uh, makes it as fair as humanly possible uh, for, uh, for everyone uh, in terms of your chance to, to, have your poems read by judges because it's different judges all the time. There are some exceptions to that. Of course, um, this year's judge, Lisette Alonzo, I think this was the th her third time judging a contest because she um, was one of the winners of the contest three different years, which is really an extraordinary compliment uh, and achievement for Lisette considering that three different sets of judges read her poems, and in three different occasions, she was elevated to the top three scoring positions. Um, so, But for the most part, that doesn't typically happen. Uh, so anyone has a chance to, to really win the contest. And we're going to find out right now who that is. 
Um, again, if you heard your name in the top 10 scoring positions, or if you happen to be one of the three names that I'm about to say, please call in and uh, read your poem. Oh, wait, a caller is coming in right now. Let's see who it is. Uh, um, hello, 860. Who's this? Hello, this is Martin Elster. Hey, I Martin. was listening to your show. And yeah. was delighted that I... Uh, that my poem, The Woolly Bear, uh, won, uh, I guess it was ninth place. Yeah, you, you scored in ninth place, I would say. Did, did I have, are you from Hartford, Connecticut? Or do I have yes. that? Oh, you are. Okay, yes, Hartford, so I don't. Hartford, Connecticut. Okay, so um, maybe I, I just got confused that uh, that I had the dates, the, the, the states off. I'm glad I got that right. That's a good sign. Martin, do you have your poem with you? Yes, uh, the only problem is my dog is going to bark while I read it, and so it's going to be very distracting. Uh, for for some of us, back. it's just going to add to the enjoyment. <laughs> well, I could try to read it, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, because I just, I just came home, and uh, he's excited. Well, maybe I better... Uh, if you hold on one minute, I'm going to put him somewhere. One second. Sure. Um, that's uh, th- this is the thing that when you're doing radio that you always want to have happen. Uh, you want your guest to say, "Hold on," and then leave the phone. That's um, that's excellence in radio, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Can I get a round of applause for okay. for this uh, excellent radio? Are you back, Martin? Okay, let's yeah. hear it. Okay, here's the poem. Uh, it's called "The Woolly Bear." Uh, Wilbur, one minute. Wilbur, quiet. <laughs> I'm wondering if this is the actual poem, because the bear's the dog's name is Wilbur. That sounds really awfully close to the name of the poem, the Woolly Bear. That's it's. I don't think it's coincidence, Martin. Uh, he tends to bark when I'm on the phone. I I don't know why that is. Um, anyway, here it is. The Woolly Bear. By the way, do you know what a woolly bear is? I don't. Yes, it's a it's a type of caterpillar that has uh, uh that's very hairy and um and it hibernates. It actually freezes during the winter. Um, its body actually freezes and and then it wakes up in the spring or when the weather gets warmer. Um, and it, ha- it has three stripes. Caterpillar has three stripes, uh, and uh, they, uh, in the fall they they re- they, tr- they look for a place to uh, they look for a place to you know like a nice um, safe place to, yeah. to hide, and then start hibernating. So. Uh, and uh, it's actually uh, the, the caterpillar of the Isabella tiger moth. So that's the, after it pupates, um, it becomes the Isabella tiger moth. Um, so here is the poem, The Woolly Bear. Along a sylvan lane, you spy a critter creeping with a mission. A woolly bear fattened on autumn flora. So you crouch... <coughs> Noting her triple stripes, the middle ginger, each end as black as space. Her destination is some unnoticed nook, a sanctuary to settle in, greet the fangs of frost, then freeze, wait winter out, lingering, lost, in dreams of summer, milkweed, Huckleberry, though she's in danger of obliteration by wheel or boot, your fingers now unhinge her. She bends into a ball of steel, no ouch from bristles on your palm, as you prepare to toss her lightly to the forest litter. She flies in a parabola and lands in leaves. Though she has vanished, both your hands hold myriad tiny hairs, a souvenir scattered like petals. When this hemisphere 
turns warm again, she'll waken, thaw, and feast on shrubs and weeds. The bitterer, the better. Then, by some wondrous conjuring, released from larval life, at length she will appear a moth with coral wings. They'll bravely bear her through a night of bats or headlight glare. Be pulverized like paper in a shredder or briefly flare in a world that will forget her. Martin, thank you so much uh, for sharing that poem Um, and congratulations on scoring so highly uh, in the contest and thank you again very much for entering. Thank you very much. I appreciate having been able to uh, read this. It was our pleasure. All right, I'm going to let you go so I can get to the the top three scoring poets. That was uh, Martin Elster calling from uh, Hartford, Connecticut, reading uh, a poem that scored in ninth place. And um, I I, I know no one was um, was uh, biting their nails and um, and uh, and acting impatiently um, at the explanation of the uh, what the woolly barricade pillar was. Um, which seemed like, you know, we, we in, had intended all along before reading the winners of the poem to have a lengthy explanation of about a particular type of caterpillar. So, Martin, thank you for helping us fill that, uh, that element uh, of, of this year's contest. And great poem, by the way. Uh, Well-deserved in that position. <clears throat> all right. Moving along. Um, the person who won third place in the 2018 Poetry Superhighway Contest scored 13.25 points. That's only a quarter point more than the fourth place position. Um, Again, letting you know how close this contest was for these top uh, positions, or at least between third and fourth. Um, From Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, for her poem, Blood Child, Angel Ellis. Congratulations, Angel. Well done. Um, Or is it Angel? And there's an E at the end. It's A-N-G-E-L-E. So maybe that's pronounced in a different way than uh, either way. You're an angel. Angel. Angeli could be. Um, if you happen to be listening, uh, you won third place in the contest. Uh, you will win uh, $211.60, uh, which will be sent to you today via PayPal. And your poem will be published in about 13 minutes. Congratulations, Angel. Uh, call in if, you, if you're listening so you can read your poem. In second place, now second place um, jumped up from 13.25 points to 14 points. Um, so that's a significant and, and again an unusual jump. Uh, very more often than not, the uh, the range between all of the positions of poems is just a quarter point. So we've had a couple of jumps uh, this year, which is an unusual kind of thing. So uh, 7.75 points more. Oh, oh, wait, hold on a sec. Is this Angel calling in? Hello, 412? Yes. Uh, yeah, this is, this is Angel Ellis, Rick. Angel, hi. Congratulations on, on winning third place in the contest. Well, um, thank you. I mean, I, I love this contest because you do such a good job with not only picking judges, but doing this anonymously and so meticulously. I, I wish you. all contests were judged anonymously like this. Yeah, it seems like a fair way to go. Um, so thank it you is, very much for that. It is, and, uh, it is very much. And I am ready to read my poem. Um, this poem actually was written for an issue of a journal that has not happened and that its editor doesn't think is going to happen. So I'm going to send a shout-out to Ziggy Edwards, uh, the issue was to be devoted to Octavia E. Butler, the late famous science fiction and fantasy writer. And so let me go with Blood Child in memory of Octavia E. Butler. To dismantle the master's house, you used your hands, digging through layers of plaster as cream thick as your family Bible milkier than the ream you fed piece by piece into the typewriter your mother cleaned white women's castles to buy for you. You wrapped its keys like braille drumsticks against the platen, each letter branding the page like a whip scar, 
wrote stories into against the fantasy worlds of pale men, built your own rocket ships to the stars. Back to the wall, always back to the wall. Like an archaeologist, you uncovered newspapers screaming bold-faced the capture of runaways, bills of sale in goose-quill flourish, coiled hair strengthening the chalky mix, horse and three-fifths human, chunk of coffle, neck holes splintered by the desperate force of escape, a scratched psalm number, literacy's secret sign. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou wilt revive me. Ruthless compassion born of slaves and slaveholders, stubborn genius, the asocial heroine of your own life. You learned that reaching inward was reaching out to aliens both human and inhuman, your two-fingered typing, a semaphore to writers from other worlds, your carriage bell ringing out danger, ringing out warning, ringing out love. And when the wall gave way to laughs of heaven, you knew the price meant leaving something behind. Time-traveling arm of a woman who embraced and killed to survive. Brown skin printed with history's ash, with cosmic dust. Fantastic. Um, great poem. I'm uh, really nicely read as well. Um, uh, great to hear that um, um, Ange- say your, it's Angele, is that how you say your name? Well, Rick, you know, it, it, my, I was named for my, my grandmother, who was named Angele, but since I don't live in a Francophone culture, most people call me Angel, but uh, I, I, actually, I actually like being called Angel, so, so you have it right. <laughs> Good. Um, well, um, I'm, I'm glad for that, that I got something right. Um, along the way and uh, i'm so pleased that you were listening um uh, look for uh, uh look soon uh, shortly you're going to get um you're going to get the your your winning third place money uh, shortly and your poem is going to be published um, on our website um in, in very shortly um and, th- and congratulations well thank you i'm i'm so excited uh last year um i i i tied for sixth place i believe uh, with a poem, and so to come in third this year is very, very exciting. And uh, again, thank you, Rick, and thank you, judges. Thank you, everyone involved with the contest. Bye now. Bye. All right, Angel Ellis, uh, uh, who was uh, calling from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, won third place in this year's contest for the poem that she just read, Blood Child. I'm on to second place. Um, second place scored 14 points, as I mentioned earlier from Escondido, California, for the poem Self-Portrait with Redneck and Vintage Squad Car, Debbie Hall. Congratulations, Debbie. If you happen to be listening right now, call in 646-716-7362. You can call in and read your poem. Which brings you won second place. Your poem is going to be published. You win $317.40, which is going to get sent to you uh, shortly. Um, and uh, and so congratulations. All right, ladies and gentlemen, would you like to know the winner of the 2018 Poetry Superhighway Contest, our 21st annual poetry contest? Are you ready? Uh, with 14.5 points, an entire half point higher than second place, uh, which is really only two positions, but... You know, it's more than one position. Uh, Winner of $529, which will be sent later today, uh, shortly, as a matter of fact, uh, whose poem will be published um, very shortly on the Poetry Superhighway website. Um, Who will be invited to judge next year's contest, along with Debbie Hall, who just won second place, and Angel Ellis, who won third place. Wait, I am going to play a drum roll for this one. This this feels big. Ready? In first place. Yeah. 
from Huntington Beach, California, for the poem Work, Alexandra Umla. Congratulations, Alexandra. Um, congratulations to all three uh, winners um, of our contest this year. Um, in about, oh, six minutes or so, those poems are going to get published online, and, uh, and uh, you'll be able to read them from, for yourself. Um, uh, Alexandra sent a, a, a sonnet crown. It's a, it's a lengthy, but it's quite a poem. Um, so um, it, that's going to be something to read. Um, and it's, it, there's really a stark contrast between it and even Angel's poem and Debbie's poem, Self-Portrait with Redneck and Vintage Squad Car, which it just goes to show you um, how cool um, and how varied the sensibilities, um, or wide, I should say, the sensibilities are of our three contest judges. So congratulations, Alexander Umla, for winning the Poetry Superhighway Contest. Congratulations, Debbie Hall, for coming in second place. Congratulations, um, Angel Ellis, for coming in third place. Congratulations to the rest of the folks who scored in the top ten positions. was really glad Martin was, uh, was uh, listening and, and able to call in and read uh, his poem. Um, thank you again to our judges who did so much work reading 788 poems. Um, Lisette Alonzo, Matilda Burke, and Trish Lindsay Jaggers, you really went above and beyond in getting all these poems scored back in time and putting the appropriate amount of time into it to arrive at three excellent winners. Um, uh, thank you to the 69 sponsors, individuals, and organizations who donated 169 prizes, uh, which will be going out to everyone um, in the next couple of weeks. Reminder that you should send your prizes out before uh, uh, Monday, October 22nd. And, and just as important as sending out the prize is emailing me to let me know that you have actually sent the prizes. There you go. Um, <clears throat> our next Poetry Superhighway Live show will be on Sunday, November 4th at 2 o'clock p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be a regular open reading. That's uh, just a few weeks from now. So if you uh, if you normally uh, call in just to or like to listen to hear a lot of people read poetry, that's happening on November 4th. Better yet, uh, you should be a person who likes to call in and read a poem and let us know what's going on in your poetry world. Um, ooh, there's a caller coming in right now. Let's see who it is. Um, 353, Hello. Who just called? Hello, is that Rick? Yeah, this is Steve. Um, Steve Denahan. I um, I was lucky enough to to come joint ninth uh, in the contest. It's true, Steve. Congratulations. Um, I I don't recall yeah, how long thanks. your poem your poem is. I've uh, we've only got two minutes left. Um, do you think you have time to oh, read yeah. it or, or? Okay, go for it then. Um, it's <laughs> right. So okay, it's um. Sorry, there's a delay on the line from from uh, from Ireland, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll read it. So it's it's pretty short. Um, one second, it's uh, where are we? I'm just All right, Steve. I'm, I really oh, okay. have so little time, so I really need you to get into it because you're, you're calling right at the tail end of the show here. But please, you got it ready? Sure. Yeah, it's my mother saw a UFO, and here we go. She had resisted the temptation of a dishwasher in honor of her mother and meditation. She stood at the sink that afternoon, letting her hands find their way, letting her fingers coax and clean while she gazed out of the kitchen window, out over the back garden and the lives of our neighbors into a milky blue sky. It appeared in silence and hung there, a simple small gray shape. It was not a trick of the light. It was not a smudge on her glasses. It was not age and its magic tricks, as this was her summer. Her hair was still black, her eyes still clear. Minutes passed as she watched, it watched. She felt her heart almost fall to her stomach when the shape moved, once and then again. How quick it moved, how quick it stopped, how, how it seemed to belong, how it seemed to be just it and her and no one else, and then it was gone, absorbed by the sky, and she could finally blink again. Though she knew it would not come back, she stood at the sink, watching. Her hands continued to find their way, her fingers continued to coax and clean. What else could they do? Steve, thank you so much. I know you're calling all the way from no Ireland. Problem. It's uh, it's uh, it's really cool to have a whole other continent heard from. I got to let you go because I've got less <laughs> than a minute left to sure. finish it off. But of call in Thanks next month and, and for the open reading. So great to uh, hear your voice. That was a uh, Steve 
Uh, Denahan calling from Naz County, uh, Kildare, Ireland, a whole other continent heard from, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening. Thanks to everyone who made the contest such a huge success. Check out our website to read the top three winning poems. And uh, and if you have any questions about uh, sponsors or prizes or anything, uh, that uh, emails will be going out within the next hour letting everyone know all the important information. Uh, Thanks again, everyone. Uh, Tune in again on November 4th for the open reading. Everyone's invited to call in and read a poem. And have a great rest of your day, everyone. Bye.